happening the fuck? It's happening, fam. It is your boy, the Sultan of Sativa, the Ayatollah of Indica, a.k.a. the Hicks of Hash, a.k.a. the Holy Hash Hashin, a.k.a. the Gordon Ryan of Ganj, a.k.a. the Donaher of Dabs, a.k.a. Bro Biden, a.k.a. President United Bakes of America, Donald Blunt, also known as the one and only, often imitated, never duplicated, Lord fucking Bonkdemore. I'm here today. Another brand spanking episode of the number one Canna podcast on the planet. We've been that way for a long time. Number one. Winners! Sorry, I gotta get the J rolling. Got a lot going on. Um, if you're new here, uh, don't have sponsors or advertisers at this point, although... Um, if I were to have any, they would be A1 and they would be shit that I actually use. I'm not one of these guys that's going to just fucking promote some bullshit um, and in hopes that you buy it just so I can get a paycheck. Uh, not how it works for me. So um, this podcast operates at this point solely off word of mouth. So if... Uh, if you find some sort of value from this podcast, you listen to it, you enjoyed it, you have some some friends you think that might be into it, your grandma might want to fucking listen to it, share the show, man. You know, send, send, don't even, not even just on Instagram, right? Send your friend the fucking link and say, hey, homie, I think you might like this. I'll tell you what I don't like is this fucking stand that's holding my phone right now. It actually kind of sucks. But, oh, well, um, got a lot going on, got a lot going on, been going through it a little bit, you know, just fucking worried about the world ending, worried about fucking AI taking over the planet. Uh, but let's do a lot of Lex Friedman lately, and he's been having all the fucking AI guys on, Sam Altman uh, from GPT-4, um, who, of course, is uh, being recruited heavily by, you know, old Billy Boy. Gates. <coughs> Google, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Eliezer Yudikowski, something like that. That dude was fucking paranoid, bro. Although he was willing to admit that he could be wrong. He, you know, he doesn't know, but, um, you know, there was another one, Max, somebody or another. And that guy, the whole time, was talking about Moloch. Uh, Moloch, the owl god, I'm assuming. Uh, he referenced meditations on Moloch, uh, which I believe is a uh, Allen Ginsberg poem. And I'm going to look it up, and I'll probably read it on here. Um, if you're new here, we got a couple different formats for the show. Trying a couple different things out, seeing kind of what sticks, what I like to do, what I enjoy. Uh, first and foremost, we got BNN. The Bonktomore News Network, which is just as credible as all the other ones. And the fact of the matter is uh, that I have absolutely nothing to gain by sharing this shit. In fact, I've actually lost a lot uh, from sharing this shit, even though it's come out multiple times that I'm fucking right. And um, if you know me, uh, you'll know that I hate when people say shit like, well, you're not wrong. So say I'm right. Say it. Fucking say it. Uh, we have BNN, the Bonkman News Network, a show where, uh, much like tonight, 
where I go through a couple headlines, find a couple things that uh, are sticking out to me that I think deserve a little uh, talking about reflection. Um, we've got the uh, bookworm episodes, which a couple of those are about to drop. I got them in the clip. I just need to post them up. Uh, we've got, you know, standard full-length type episodes where, you know, I get some friends on and we have a conversation, chop it up. I've had uh, such guests as the owners of multiple different cannabis companies, Nyambe Tosh, the daughter of uh, reggae legend and 420 superstar, Mr. Legalize It himself, a.k.a. Stepping Razor, a.k.a. Peter Tosh. You know, I've had a couple of uh, people that were released from federal prison uh, thanks to the good folks at the Last Prisoner Project, uh, like Natalia Wade and Steffi Sheps, who actually, Steffi has uh, taken on a full-time role at the Last Prisoner Project. So if uh, you've got a, a brand that's really looking to give back to a, uh, an organization that actually impacts the community for the better, get in touch with Steph Sheps, uh, get on the Last Prisoner Project. I know some of my homies at Happy Monkey have, uh, they had a $500 plate dinner, and I'm mad I wanted to go, but I didn't find out about it till way too late, and there was no more, it was sold out. So, there are a lot of people out there doing some good shit. I got some good episodes. Um, I actually just dropped a couple of flashback episodes uh, with Noah Hess, who may or may not be a writer on Workaholics, Always Sunny, and some other shit, so he said. But if you didn't know, there was like a lot of weird shit with the guy, and me and King Kron were unsure what it uh, what it actually is. Got an episode with Johnny Denver that's good. Got to uh, release that. I think Will still has a couple episodes. Pleasantly Pressed, Local Hash Maker. Um, man who truly cares about the plant in any and all of its forms, from plant to hash. And uh, let's see, got Lord's Lessons. A little bit of a shorter format where I hop on, get fired up, drop some dialon, and get the fuck out. There aren't many of those, because most of the time all that shit just gets lumped into a full-length episode. Uh, we got the bookworm episodes, a couple of new ones that are about to drop, where I read a section, maybe a few words, maybe a few sentences, maybe a few chapters out of a book that I'm reading or half-read that I think is relevant um, or deserves reflecting upon. Or something that I'm thinking about. And um, I got a couple in the clip ready to go from Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. And something tells me that book's going to have some more shit for me to go through. I actually paused reading it because there was other sections of it I wanted to create episodes about. You know, and that's uh, in an effort to get people to check some stuff out that they may have never checked out. We also have From the Browser Files getting ready to drop a couple of those. Um, and that's where I dive into some deep conspiracy shit. You know, usually some information out of a, a FOIA request from the FBI or CIA's website. You know, maybe deep dive into some topics um, that 
on some conspiracy shit that I'm into. It's a reference to um, Anthony Browder's from the Browder Files. And um, it's nothing like that book. Uh, shout out, though, to Mr. Jarrett, uh, my homie. Rest in peace. He was my old history teacher uh, and African-American studies teacher. I had to. I took that class because somebody had to represent white people. Otherwise, literally, all that class was was, God, I hate white people type shit. Um, so today, got a couple of great topics. You know, when we're thinking about the end of the world, you know, I don't know if any of you pay attention to politics. I try not to because it's just really a fucking, seems like a joke to me. Um, but I think about the president, which so many people I know are like, he's just an idiot. And it's like, no, you're an idiot because the reality is they want you to just think he's a fucking idiot. You know, they put there and it's, it's fucked up first of all, cause it's like, imagine if that was your grandpa up there fucking shit in his pants, needing cue cards and little fucking notes to read to figure out what the fuck it is he's even supposed to say. Like, that shit is ridiculous. You know, how does anybody even... Like, how do you think that this is even real? You know? I mean, look. I'm... I'm putting my money on... Uh, you know, while they got... I know they got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. out there fucking cucking around, which I like RFK Jr. I'm not going to lie, but there's, you know, there's too much weird shit with the Kennedys and the assassinations and, you know what I mean? There's just a lot. Um, and with how divided everyone is and everything is these days here on the interwebs, I would not doubt if a new candidate for the Democratic Party emerges, and that one being a Michelle Obama running the same play as they did with uh, old Barry Boy, hope and change. And yes, we can. And I got to tell you, I didn't vote for Obama on either either election. Um, just I don't like when... Feels like everyone's on someone's nuts, especially a, a fucking presidential candidate. I'm like, yo, you're voting for this dude because he's black. Who? What has he accomplished? What has he done? And then he has absolutely been one of the worst presidents that we've ever had, uh, at least in my lifetime. I mean, I put him up there not that far, you know, right around with George Bush, and they're buddies. Uh, Actually, I just saw a thing. It was like Judge Joe Brown talking about George Bush and uh, his dad, G.W., H.W., was buddies with uh, Lolo Kimono. I know that's not the right name. It's somewhere in my shit. I don't have it in my notebook because uh, I just am freestyling this right now. I really was not even going to bring it up. But... Uh, and it was talking about how he worked with like, you know, Texas oil or whatever fucking Bush's company is. And he was like the adopted father of Barack Obama. 
And so it's like George W. Bush has known Barack Obama since he was a kid. Isn't that weird? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, and, uh, you know, the dude Lolo, his adopted dad, uh, being an Indonesian dude, was actually somebody that ran some uh, Indonesian hit squads, I believe it was. And then worked with George Bush's dad. It's it's very strange. So Barack Obama and George W. Bush, that's why they look all buddy-buddy now. They've been knowing each other. And if you don't believe me, you can look it up. I'd avoid using Google because when I do, it's like so different than the other browsers that I use. I actually need to download a different browser on the old iPad because, um, you know, it looks a little fucking crazy. So let's get into it. Let's fucking get into it. Um, we'll start kick it off a little bit of a uh, little bit of weed stuff, right? That's why everyone's here. The weed stuff. Nobody gives a fuck about your conspiracies, LB. Nobody gives a fuck about fucking you doing seventy five hard. They all just want to know about the weed stuff. <sighs> all right, fine. The weed stuff. It is. Uh, recently, old Big Burn, Gilby, uh, was, um, uh, his company has been getting bought out and they're trying to push him out. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, looks like even old, uh, I don't want to fucking, whoa, Cookies is very possibly making, like, a cigarette replacement. It's 95% nicotine-free. Uh, which is good for me, because I like nicotine, and I'm, I sometimes decide to smoke cigarettes when I'm stressed out. It's a poor habit, I know. Fucks me up, too. It sucks. All right, but, um, you know, some of the, the players involved, right? The 22nd Century Group. Uh, those are the investors, apparently, who are investing in the cookies. GVB Biopharma, the manufacturers, cookies, which they're using for uh, cookies, retail products for distribution. Apparently, Paul Rock, the CEO of that company, is the man running the play. Uh, cookies, for market share, obviously, President Parker Burling. Uh, the CEO, Berna, fighting to save his position, and in our opinion, is about to get a check to go away. They got what's needed from him, market share. Does anybody remember? Turn down 800 million, boy, what a feeling. I know that's not the fucking melody to the song. But does anybody remember him singing that shit? Turn down 850 million, boy, what a feeling. I am. I bet he's just wishing he took that eight hundred and fifty million. Uh, here's a uh, Paul Rock of CRP Cookies is the man now. Good luck finding info on this guy. This is um in a post from the blacklist. Quote: Paul Rock's leadership roles are within the largest trade associations for independent convenience stores and gas stations in the country that consi consists controlling up to ninety thousand locations across the U.S. and Puerto Rico. 
Paul Rock and his team continue to foster and develop pedigree brands such as Cookies in each explosive key consumer-facing product vertical currently being offered through Consumer Packaged Goods, CPG, if you will, in retail. That's only half the story. Check out James Mish, CEO of 22nd Century Group. James Mish, CEO, was the CEO of Norman Co. and Purisys. I don't know what that is. Uh, Purisys, maybe. Another J&J company. Ah, good old J&J specializes in synthetic cannabinoids. Synthetic cannabinoids set industry standards for purity and consistency. Uh, Purisys has a long, I don't know if I'm saying this right, I've never heard this word, so I'm just giving it my best go here. Um, shut the fuck up, none of you know this shit either. Purisys, um, currently produces all major and minor cannabinoids of clinical interest, offering the most comprehensive portfolio of the cannabinoid ingredients on the market today. Naramco is a Johnson & Johnson subsidiary, and is the company that imported all of the opioid material for the opioid crisis. Huh? <sighs> I didn't even read this before. I'm going to just let you know this. I didn't even read it. I didn't read any of this shit that I'm about to talk about beforehand. Because I kind of like to freestyle it. I like to just give it a real honest, open evaluation. Based on, bam, at first thought, you know. You know, they say 90, 91% of the time, the first thought you have is the right one. And uh, I don't know why, but I've always heard that and believed that with every fiber of my being. And in doing so, uh, you know, I like to just wrap it up right here. Um, I'm going to read that again. Naramco, and I, hold on, I feel like I should, ah, where's my pen? Motherfuck. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, man. If you're on video right now, I'm sure you are loving your view. Uh, I, on the other hand, am mad. Okay, here's Ben. Opa. I think my nutsack might have been in the face of the video viewers, which I know is what some of you are here for anyway. These nuts. A 34-year-old man says, these nuts. Shout out to Weldon. I'm going to go ahead and just make a note. In Pink G2, you guys know what the fucking vibes. No Ramco. So this motherfucker ran the Ramco. Matt fucking whatever. I wasn't. Yo, hold on. I was looking for a pen. And I'm literally reaching right here. And there was my pen. <clears throat> That's why I'm going to stop smoking weed. I'm telling you telling you you know what's really fucked up i'm using a cookie lighter <laughs> an aramco a johnson and johnson subsidiary that and is the company that imported all of the opioid material uh, excuse me for the opioid crisis that burp tasted like tacos Opioid material for the opioid crisis. Wow. Ramco. Fuck you. Feel free to re feel free to research Naramco opioid lawsuits. Mish is an opioid crisis kingpin. Yo, this motherfucker's like 
sounded like he's the fucking El Chapo of the opioids crisis in regards to the materials utilized. Part two will be on how the executive team of cookies is exploiting urban culture. Okay. Okay. Did I get part two? No, I don't think I did. But I will find it easily on the blacklist page. You know, it is pretty crazy. But the lawsuit, also apparently there was a lawsuit against Big Bang for um, $38 million in losses that are nowhere to be found, apparently. Um, Oh, okay, yes. This is the post. The part two is cookies. Again, this is also on the blacklist as well. Blacklist XYZ on the gram. Um, Is cookies exploiting urban street culture and its customers? The people running cookies sure don't look anything like their target audience. Meet the real Cookies team. Cookies president, Parker Burling. Yo, Parker looks like a straight Mitch, dude. I don't even know who this dude is. Cookies director, uh, Matt Barron. Also looks like a fuck. Cookies VP of finance, Ian Hobbenicht. Hmm. Interesting last name. Cookies sales director, London Vonderkamp. Okay, that's camp spelled with a K. Like, concentration camp? Cookies concentration camp, all with Ks. That's the real KKK. CEO of 22nd Century Group, investors for cookies as of April 23. James Mish, deeply involved with the opioid crisis as CEO for Naramco. Slash Johnson and Johnson. They don't even specify that it's a subsidiary. They're like, they're just standing on it, stamping it. That's it. It's the same. Cookies and lemonade branding. Susan Grayson Stone. Cookies investor and shareholder. Tom Linovitz. Uh, Grand Ventures Creates Capital. He is plaintiff one in the cookies lawsuit for damages and to remove burner. So that lawsuit, about $38 million, is uh, also about trying to remove Big Burn. And Parker, uh, trying to remove Burner and Parker from the Board of Cookies. He is also involved with the Duchy lawsuit and MedMen lawsuits. Interesting. So old, old Tom Linovitz is involved in, like, that's his job, is to just fucking sue Weed companies, I mean, granted, they're large weed companies, so I can't, like, feel bad, but, like, it's the motherfucker, yo, something is telling me this guy is, like, the Carl Icon of fucking weed, dude. Fucking the Carl Icon of weed investors. He's just, like, literally pissing people off, going in there, filing lawsuits, trying to get people overthrown, like, dude, if this was Game of Thrones era, Tom Linovitz fucking definitely be swinging his dick around for sure. Like, he'd be like fucking uh, Daddy Boy Lannister. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that motherfucker got killed on the toilet by a midget. 
Oh, shit. That dude is a dwarf. He's not a midget. It's different, I think. I don't know. I come from... I'm from a... I'm from a different time. If you can use that for 80-year-olds, you could use it for me. Tom Linovitz. Uh, Cookie's chief financial officer. Sabis Carrillo. Huh. wonder if that's his real name. Uh, CEO... Marketing, influencer, tackle box designer, burner, a.k.a. Gilbert Milan. You can verify all these executives' roles with LinkedIn with this post. There, they got them. They got the screenshots. Also, look into Mesh Ventures and 1212 Ventures, Adnant Consulting, Entourage Effect Capital. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. Those guys, I'm sure, are fucking also... I don't know any other buddy other from the 80s. Who's the one guy? Not Carl Icahn. Who is his fucking... I'm 90% sure his name is Carl. I don't know. Icahn is his last name, but it's not spelled like I-C-O-N. It's like E-I-C-H-A-N. Some shit like that. And he was an asshole and would be like buying up shares of companies so he could like get on the board and fucking start trying to vote people off and cut them off. That was how he rolled. He didn't give a fuck. Uh, cookies. Authentic streetwear and trap weed provided by Marin boys named Parker, Ian, Matt, in London. Fashizzle. Homie OG dogs in the house, yo. <laughs> Blacklist opinion. Burner 415 got played too. He just wanted to sell good weed, make music, and take care of his family. This corporate shit, he most likely never saw coming. Yo, street shit and corporate shit ain't that different. In the fucking 20 years I've been around, it ain't that different. People are ruthless. Business is business. And just because in the corporate world, somebody may not physically murder your body and kill you and send your spirit back to the fucking God, they will fucking kill your dumb ass in business. And you might never even know. Because that's how slick some of these motherfuckers... You think the fucking Tom Linovitz, the Carl Icahn of fucking <laughs> weed investing, is, is fucking out here fucking around? Nah, man. I mean, dude, but that ain't no different than somebody trying to take your turf and fucking impose on your business on the street. Fucking Burn knows that. Or should. Um, let's see. Wow. That's fucking, it's kind of whack. Like, it's really kind of fucking whack that they're going to do that to old Big Burn. Because, I, I mean, I do think he wanted to sell good weed and this and that. But there's also the elements of, like, you know, it is pretty greedy. I mean, there was one point where shit was $65 an eighth here, which it is out there. If you go out west, you go to the cookie store, that shit is 80 and eighth out the door. And I watched people fucking post the receipts online. Like, it was, like, cool. And I'm like, my brother in Christ, you just spent... What's eight times eight? 64. $640 on an ounce of mids. And, like, don't get it twisted. There's some good shit in there. But, like, the real good shit that's in there, it's, like, every everywhere else on the street. Like, that shit goes way quick, and you're not getting it. And then you're going to fucking 
You're going to post up your shit. You're like the little masked man meme who's crying behind the mask. But he like looks like he has like a cool chill face on. Like, yeah, this weed is great from the cookie store. And really, it was like, yo, half the little eighths she bought were garbage. And, um, I mean, I've seen people spend thousands on, like, a QP out of the cookie store. And that shit just bottles my mind. It puts it in a bottle. Introducing, uh, and this was a fucked up article I saw, too, on the blacklist, uh, reverse ATMs. You know, one more step down the road. One more step down the road for eliminating cash. Once cash is gone, dude, this things are going to be different. Things are going to be more different. Speaking of things that are more different and also a little bit scary. Um, no more pills or injections. Scientists introduce a painless drug delivery through skin. In a major breakthrough, the researchers at MIT unveiled a new, unveiled it using ultrasonic waves. They're manipulating the frequencies. They're manipulating the frequencies. They're manipulating the frequencies. Manipulating the frequencies to give you drugs. Giving you drugs with the frequencies. Giving you drugs with the frequencies. <clears throat> this is insane, dude. This is off the uh, Biotech Symposium Instagram. Sometimes, you know, you find some good stuff on, on Instagram, and, and they post a lot of good shit. MIT researchers have developed a cutting-edge technology that could revolutionize treatments for a variety of skin conditions, as well as offering targeted drug delivery for medical and cosmetic applications by a wearable patch that delivers drugs painlessly through the skin using ultrasonic waves. The team called the system a conformable ultrasound sonophoresis patch, a CUSP, if you will. And it's contained in a hydrogel that sticks to the wearer's skin. Inside the patch are four transducers. That's right, transducers. Um, does, is that like, uh, is that a cross-dresser who shits a lot? <laughs> A transducer. Transducers connected by copper traces to conduct electricity. Above each transducer is a cavity. Uh, yeah, where do you think the deucers come from? Uh, containing the drug molecules dissolved in a liquid. And when they uh, transducers receive power, they vibrate and create bubbles in the liquid. This, in turn, creates microjets of fluid that fire through the tough outer layer of skin. It's fucking just like shooting a shotgun blast of the fucking from the transducers. However, delivering drugs to the skin has always been a challenge due to its tough outer layer. The patch creates tiny channels that drugs can pass through, such as an approach could enable the delivery of treatments for a variety of skin conditions, according to the team. They also believe they can adapt it to deliver hormones, muscle relaxants, and other drugs. Like, what's wrong with the regular patch, dude? Like, those Fent Fenty patches, the old school gems. What's up? What's up? The ease of use and high repeatability offered uh, by the system produce, provides a game-changing alternative to patients and consumers suffering from skin conditions and premature skin aging. More rich people shit, dude, I tell you. Uh, said Kanan Dagavadiran, 
an associate professor in MIT's Media Lab and the senior author of the study, delivering drugs this way could offer less synthetic toxicity and more local, comfortable, and controllable. Hmm. The lightweight wearable patch is embedded with dish-shaped piezoelectric transducers that convert electric currents into mechanical energy. When activated, these transducers generate pressure waves in the fluid, creating bubbles that burst against the skin. The microjets produced by the bursting bubbles penetrate the skin's tough outer layer, allowing the drugs to enter the body. I don't like that, dude. I don't like any fucking thing that they're doing, dude. I don't like any fucking thing any of these fucking people are doing. Don't ask me fucking why. Ask your fucking mother, man. You know... Number three. Number fucking three. That's right. I'm sticking to three right now. You know, we'll see how that goes. Number three. This, maybe this will lighten it up. Lighten it up. Woman, I don't have anything to say on the fucking transducers um, before I get into this next one. I'm sure I will have something to say about this one. But honestly, that skin shit, yeah, they're fucking talking about using it for skin conditions. But then they're talking about delivering hormones. Right, we all know what that means. Maybe, maybe we all know that what that means. I think it means whomever. Like, why the fuck? Can anyone just explain to me why the powers that be want to fuck with our like shit so much? They want us taking all sorts of shit that's fucking with our brains. SSRIs. Now they don't even know if chemical imbalance theory is real. I was taught that shit a lot. Thank God I didn't take them fucking pills. You know, I know people that just fucking cold turkey quit them shits and detox in weird fucking ways. That their body is not used to functioning that way. Shit, one of my homies right now. A good friend of mine's ex-boyfriend. Who is still a friend and we all love. He been going through it, man. Came off his meds. Fucking turn. Had a psychotic break. Fucking schizo, bro. And this shit kind of started a couple months ago when he was talking about neurolinguistic programming. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. Because I absolutely do not know what it is. And this motherfucker, this motherfucker got arrested a bunch of times. Not even for doing shit. Just being fucking a weirdo. On some schizo shit. Like, doing yoga in a Royal Farms at midnight with no shoes and maybe no shirt. Not the place. Yeah, that shit's sad. He's actually locked up right now with no bond. On some, for some stupid shit. So, I need to write him a letter. But, like, I just, why are they constantly trying to fuck with us? They want to manipulate... Our frequencies, like, what frequency wave is that doing, right? Like, like what frequency is that shit creating microjets blasting through your fucking skin to deliver fucking a skin treatment? <coughs> Does it, is it a frequency that resonates with your natural bodily frequency? The same frequency that's fucking connecting when you're grounded and there's shoes on? Why do you think all the shoes got rubber soles? Because that shit stops the electricity. It stops the connection between you and the fucking earth. You know, sometimes you gotta walk around outside with no shoes on. That's okay. Not when it's time for jujitsu. 
you fucking fucks. You know who you fucking fucks are, and I don't even—I don't even know how many jujitsu people are listening to this podcast. But I swear, to fucking <laughs> Jesus H Christ, if y'all are walking around with no shoes on and then getting on the mats, um, and the reason that, that shit is such a big deal is because, like, that's how you spread shit, dude. I'm not trying to fucking catch some infection because you got some dirty-ass feet. Ain't showered in two days and got fucking all this dirt and bullshit from the outside and you're bringing it inside. You might as well go fucking walk around in the goddamn bathroom. Because if that shit is a fucking, is bac- bacterial, fucking creates a, a goddamn staph infection or a MRSA, which I'm more susceptible to as I've already had them before you could see. If you're watching at home, I got a chunk missing there. Smooth, no hair growth. I pulled that shit out, detoxing in jail. It was gross. But they did give me clonopin after that. They said, this motherfucker needs to chill. Honestly, I would have taken the Thorazines, too. They gave them to me. That Thorazine shuffle looked mad chill, bro. Like, you would totally forget that you were locked up in the county jail, son. A Thorazine shuffle? That shit was real. Man, yo, my celly, I forget his name, dude. He was a he was a unk, but he was fucking he was tough and he was fucking crazy and they were giving him all sorts of pills. But that was my dude. He was fucking he was mad chill. I would always trade him my shit on a shingle for his coffee cake. Cause damn, I love that coffee cake. And my rule, my general rule of thumb was eat as much as you can at breakfast, because you're not guaranteed to like lunch or dinner. Thank God for a little commissary snicker bar. Thank God for hookups. You know. That was the shit. If you don't know what the hookup is, you're going to have to look it up. You're going to have to give it a look up. The hookup a look up. Give it. Um, Yeah. But I just like want to know. Why do they want to fuck with us so much? Change our frequencies. Fucking they make music at the wrong frequencies now too. Just to fuck with you. You know? Why? Why do they want to fuck with the frequency? Why do they want to fucking get, put us on these hormones that are opposite of the ones that our body naturally makes? Why do they want to convince these fucking kids that they're not, that they're not uh, you know, a boy or a girl? Why? You know? Why America, bro? That's why... They want you fucking confused. And if you don't even know what the fuck you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you think you're going to know to fight? You think you're going to know to stand up for our fucking freedom? Well, it's already apparent the answer is no because, you know, I've been somebody that's speaking up and speaking out. You can go back to March of 2020 on my podcast episodes. I don't have that many, so it's not that far back. And you can listen to multiple episodes where I'm fucking already talking about what it is with this COVID bullshit. You know, no matter what, you know how many fucking, how many people I had to argue with? Yeah, I want to, I want to open up my blocks. I want to do some unblocking and be like, I'll be like that little cat gif, you know, he's like going crazy at the keyboard. That'll be me. 
asking these motherfuckers some questions. Hey, motherfucker, is your identity still tied up in this shit? Or are you ready to have a real conversation about how we're all getting fucked? Open up the unblocks, dude. That shit is crazy. I I remember this one dude telling me he, he already knew. This was like, you know, not that late in 2020. Maybe like not even flu season yet, like August. And this motherfucker's talking about, uh, I know three people that have died from COVID. Oh, no. You don't. That's bullshit. And when I think about that, dude, I think about this one fucking little, uh, fluffy, we'll just call her fluffy fried. Fluffy Fried was like a little wannabe influencer who made these fucking gay-ass t-shirts, bro. And she, like, was hating on me for a minute, even though I was mad nice to her, until I made some memes. And her fucking bitch-ass boyfriend called me and was, like, talking about fucking trying to talk to my baby mom about somebody they were saying I was fucking. It was some weird-ass drama, bro. Not gonna lie, these people are fucking weirdos. I even went and gave this girl some fucking hash in a card trying to bury the hatchet. Supposedly, she threw it away. You ain't throwing away hash from the Lord. Come on. But this dumb bitch, and I'm, I might have screenshots, I don't know. Uh, but she was posting shit like, there is no agenda. There is no ulterior shit going on. If... You're paying attention to influencers who are trying to tell you some conspiracy theory bullshit. You need to really evaluate shit. And I'm like, now nah, I just want to fucking reach out to her and be like, Fluffy Fried, hello. Hello. You remember me? You remember me, you boy. Uh, you know, and there's just so many people. When I'm like, yo, these hospitals are making like 30 grand every time. They put somebody on a ventilator, multiple thousands, just for marking somebody as COVID positive. And this guy was like, I work at a hospital. I wouldn't know. I'm like, you would? Would you? Would you tell me even if you did know? That's the question. That is, in fact, the question. How does that really work? Let's fucking, um, and now we know, oh, and now we know for an absolute, absolute fucking loot, not only were those figures correct, there was actually a bunch more, and a hospital could actually get up to 100,000 if the patient met all the criteria. Think about how much money shit is. That these fucking places were making during the vid, dude. During the Rona. Does anybody remember flu Rona? Where did that shit go? Where did all this shit go? Where did the flu go? Where did flu Rona go? You know, I'm not entirely sold in the lab leak. You know, I was for a while, but I think now... I just think it was all a complete scam. It's like... These motherfuckers are making money hand over fist. Follow the money, dude. Keep it simple. Just look at who stands to gain. 
if you're trying to, that's, and that's, that's simple. That's a simple way to like, this is a real lesson right here. And I like need to note the time, 44 minutes. When you're trying to identify whether or not someone is lying to you, uh, you got two people and you're trying to figure out which one is lying. Look at who stands to gain. Look at who stands to lose the most by lying or by being honest if the truth comes out. You know, follow the money. In this case, Big Pharma, baby. They don't give a fuck. It's our government. Do you think this is the first time the government has tried to do fucking experiments on you? They experiment us every day without our consent. And that shit's real. You know? I mean, I've come to accept it. In some ways, you know? But um, this, I just, I saw this a little while back and I don't think I ever talked about it. And I just... I feel like I need to, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, the headline is, woman with, quote, two vaginas says she uses one for work and one for personal sex. Her work is OnlyFans. <laughs> of course, and her boyfriend is cool with it. Her boyfriend or her husband, whatever he is, he's like, yeah. It's like, first of all, could you imagine if your wife or girlfriend or whatever she is uh, not only does she have OnlyFans, she uses, she has two vaginas, and she uses one for fucking when you fuck her, and one for when she's, like, fucking herself on OnlyFans. Like, can you think about that? Like, one of, what if one of them is, like, really blown out? Like, one of them's, like, high dog in a hallway because she just, like, feeds it the fist every day at OnlyFans. But then, like, the one that you fuck is, like, mega tight because you got a medium-sized pecker and you ain't fucking the Mario coins out of her, the Sonic rings out of her. You know, but, like, can you think about it? I would want to fuck both of them, first of all. Um, is the second one off limits even when we play? Because I realize you're using it for work, but, like, you know, what if I want to fuck the one with my cock and fuck one with a dildo? Or, you know, what if I want to put the fist up in there? I'm not going to put it on my side. No. You already be blowing that one out. So I'm a fucking... I'm putting the fist in in number two, baby. Yo, what is the shocker like with two vaginas and a butthole? Do you have... Do you have to eliminate the, the ring finger down? Do you have to use a second hand? How does this work? How does any of this work? Woman with two vaginas says she uses one for work and one for personal sex. Let's get into it. Bring in a whole new meaning to not mixing work with pleasure. I think we have some answers. This OnlyFans star has shared what it's like to have two vaginas, where she uses one professionally and one for personal sex. Adult content creator, Evelyn Miller. I gotta tell you, she's like kind of cute, got some tats, they look kind of midi. Yeah, they're definitely midi. A couple of them are okay, it looks like. Is that a big dragonfly on her back, maybe? Um, This fucking dude, whatever his name is, Carl, we'll call him. Not to be confused with Tom Litovitz, the Carl icon of Wheatstock Investing. 
Uh, adult content creator Evan Miller didn't find out until the age of 20 if he'd been born with two vaginas and two wombs. Yo. Two wombs. That means, if I'm not mistaken, she can have two simultaneous pregnancies. You could get pregnant with twins from two different people. Because you got two vaginas. <laughs> this is fucking insane. And I swear to... I, I, I swear. This has to be real. Um... Uh, 31-year-old from Queensland, Australia, began working in the sex industry after a relationship breakdown and made sure she kept one vagina for use in her work and one for her personal life. Yo, she's definitely feeding the fist to one of them, bro. Which seems rather efficient. I want to play with both. You got two of them, I want to play with both. If I'm, like, if we're in a relationship, if we are in a consensual adult Relationship. Come on. It's not me. This is your boy, the Lord. I ain't fucking... I'm not on any rape shit ever. But I want to I wanna play with both. I'm a man. I have man... Feelings. Desires. And one of those desires includes... A woman with two vaginas letting me play in both of them. I didn't even know this existed until I found this article. She explained... I worked as an independent escort for about seven years, traveling around the world. Yeah, one for work. She'd be getting the one blown out. That is real. Yo, I wonder if it's a simultaneous cycle. Like you, can you imagine having two periods, twice the period cramping? You gotta be, you gotta be doing twice. Do you get twice as horny? How does this work? How does any of this work? I'll tell you what. I need this. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. This there is a picture of this bitch pregnant and I just went from six to midnight. I am not gonna lie. I was able to use one vagina for work and one for my personal life. Which made the work a lot easier emotionally and physically for me. What if you got pregnant at your work job and one at your regular job? Like, you know, what is the body count difference between the two of them? Like, what is the median body count? Body count A plus body count B. And and uh, divided by two. The mean, av- mean meaning average body count between both vaginas. One after seven fucking years of being a professional world traveling escort. Where does it go from there? What is the mean? What is the mean of the two vaginas? I want to know. What if you get pregnant from one, from the work one, and you didn't want to, but you're already pregnant in the second one? You can't take a plan B because then you're aborting both pregnancies. You're terminating both children, I'd have to assume. Plan B doesn't fucking know different. God wanted you to have two babies at the same time. God wanted it. I was able to use one vagina for work and one for my personal life, which made the work a lot easier emotionally. And physically for me. After stopping doing that, she moved over to OnlyFans and began creating adult content, which earns her seventy-five thousand U.S. dollars, or 
54,000 euros per month. Per month, bro. Per month. Where's my fucking calculator, dude? Where is it? Where's my calculator? What is the math on uh, 75,000 US dollars? Oh, you have got to be shitting me. I don't even fucking have a calculator. You know, like, when when was it that Apple stopped automatically giving you the fucking calculator app? Apple, I got a fucking bone to big t- Is this some geek shit you guys started doing after Steve Jobs died just to fucking, like, piss him off? Because I don't think he'd be fucking happy if he knew that y'all were fucking playing with the fucking calculator. Why is that shit not installed on my phone? Do you not, or on my iPad, do you not want me to be able to do math? I realize math is racist, but do you not want me to be able to do it? This is insane. I mean, I guess I could do fucking the regular math. Uh, two months, 150, four months, 300, four times three. That's 900,000 a year. Playing with her two vaginas. What about the butthole? Does, how many, does she use the butthole for everybody? You know, there's only one of them. That we know of. There's only one. And I'm sorry, I know I'm I'm really diving in here, but this is just so fascinating to me. I can't stop. These my thoughts are just my mind is going a mile a minute. Make it almost a milli. If you're if you're Carl, Kyle, her fucking boyfriend, are you you're totally cool with fucking OnlyFans. Especially, dude, if like yo, I wonder if she had the boyfriend while having the escorting and like he knew people were fucking her but like it was cool because it didn't mean anything and she was getting paid and they weren't fucking his pussy he's like whose pussy is it she's like this one is yours but the other one is everybody's Uh, Evelyn puts her success down at having two vaginas but says there are plenty of downfalls that she has to think about due to having them they include putting two tampons in when she's on her period. That was a question I had. I wanted to know. I needed to know. Having both, I don't. I think I'm gonna lose all female listenership after this episode because I've said vagina so many times, and we spent so much time on this woman already. Um, ladies, the 13% of you that identify as women, thank you. Please don't go anywhere. I love you. I love you. It's cool. Yeah, uh, having both vaginas tested for STDs when she visits the gynecologist. And even where her partner can ejaculate while they are having sex. Whoa. Yeah, he's definitely not allowed up in that other one. Mm -mm. Work pussy is for work. Your pussy is this one. Don't worry about me getting the fucking sonic rings fucked out of me. Fucking my work one. I'm not fucking them in yours. Speaking about ejaculation, she explained, theoretically, I could carry two babies at once if I wanted. Yo, like, she had two full sets of womb. Is it, uh, is it full-on double fallopian tubes, so four tubes, period? Double periods? Having two vaginas has made my sex life a lot of fun. We can have sex in one side and use a toy in another. Okay, cool, we get to play with it still. Uh, there are all sorts of positions and things I can try. 
They both feel very different to me, so I've been finding out what I like and don't like on each side. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Wow. Oh, so cool. I, I feel like you guys need to know. I will show you. Oop. Evelyn. Oop. She is a bit. She's got big nets. Uh, they're like medium sized. They look very proportionate. Mm, looks like she's had a nose job. Kind of a big Michael Jackson nose vibes. Definitely that's what she asked him for when she went in there. Or her. I don't know if it was a man or a woman. Okay. Um, her tattoos I'm looking at it look a little better, but I just fucking hate when people kind of do this style of tattoo. Sucks if you ask me. Uh, there's a portrait on one arm that looks good. Evelyn explained how after visiting the doctor for pregnancy termination at the age of 20, got abortion, she was surprised to find out about her two vaginas. The splitting of her reproductive system meant that carrying a pregnancy full term would be risky as each of her wombs is half the size of an average woman's. Ah. And there's a risk of the space being too small for the baby to grow. Oh. Huh. She decided at that stage to continue with her abortion, despite medics who tried to pressure her into keeping the baby. They wanted to know for science. This woman is not an experiment. She's 20 and, and living life trying to get, you know, piled for money. Um, working in the sex industry, Evelyn concentrated on the benefits of her two vaginas, an increase in interest and income, until she and fiancé Tom discovered that she was once again pregnant. Aww. She said, I always knew something was wrong with me. I couldn't get tampons to work. I would use a tampon and I would still bleed. Mm. When I was 14 and got my period, there wasn't access to internet like there is now, and I lived on a farm with my dad at that point. Aww. Then I had a pregnancy termination when I was 20 in the hospital. After the procedure, I was told that they couldn't find the embryo. After an internal exam, they realized it was my other uterus, which they didn't know I had. So crazy. It was such a relief to finally discover why everything felt different. When I started having sex, it always felt different to me, every time. And it wasn't until this termination procedure that I finally found out what was wrong. Okay, uh, her tits definitely look bigger in this photo. Very hot. Then in 2020, Evelyn found out she was pregnant again, and this time she planned to keep it. After explaining how she couldn't give birth vaginally, she went on to add, The C-section experience wasn't as magical as I thought. I'm thankful that I had a great procedure and nothing went wrong, but I didn't love the feeling of pulling. Eh. Recovery was great and easy for me uh, through. Thank God all my kids were fucking vaginally born, baby. When, you know, if you didn't know, I was definitely on uh, a micro dose of mushrooms, and that shit was crazy. I said to myself, this might be the last time I ever watch a kid come out of a vagina. What better way to do it than while... In a clear mindset, connecting with God in the room and the fucking woman that was birthing my child. Man, it was a very beautiful experience, very magical. And just like the other two, I cried like a fucking baby when my big-headed, my big blue-headed son, he popped out. That head was blue as fuck. Yo, that motherfucker, that motherfucking monster was 10.8 pounds. No, excuse me. 10 pounds, 8 ounces. 10 and a half pounds. That's a big baby. Every one of my babies went up a pound. Uh, literally like one pound almost exactly. My first baby, eight and a half pounds. Healthy. Second baby, nine and a half pounds. Healthy. Third baby, 
10 and a half pounds. Healthy. He's already getting drafted by the fucking, by the fucking, uh, Alabama. Fucking, um, uh, what's his name? Mm. So mad I can't remember that motherfucker's name from Alabama. Not Urban Meyer. Fuck him, he's a bitch. No, he's great too, but he learned from this motherfucker. Uh, so mad I can't think of that. So fucking mad. Had my baby at 37 weeks in June of 2021. Healthy little boy. Although he weighed five and a half pounds because the growth was restricted in my small uterus. Oh, she births micro babies. So cute. Evelyn's now pregnant again in her right side and says medics will be monitored with a C-section plan for 36 weeks. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm scrolling and it seems like that article is over. So, cool. Fucking cool. Cool, dude. One with, with tits, you know, two vaginas. A lot to be said for that. Great. It's great. Um, with that, uh, I think that'll be, um, uh, that's the end of the, the fucking Baltimore News Network, right? Where we cover noteworthy and newsworthy things off the interwebs, typically, with my, uh, remember, I'm just as credible, if not more credible, than any of these mainstream bullshits. Um, if you are looking for different ways to support yourself and the Let's Talk About a Podcast, you can go to First Form, that's the ph.com slash Elliot Aces. Uh, give yourself some free shipping. A lot of great products on there. If uh, you are a jiu-jitsu practitioner or you don't stretch and haven't stretched ever in your life and your joints feel like garbage, I would recommend getting the joint pack. It's got full mega, so mega threes, not your daddy's fish oil. Got six uh, fresh farm, not not factory farmed, not fish farmed, real wild caught fish. Uh, made, used to create a highly concentrated EPA and DHA formula, which is what you need out of a fish oil. Not going to have no greasy shits, no fucking fish burps. It doesn't work that way. It's great. Mix of that with the joint mobility. I myself like to take a double dose prior to jujitsu with, uh, something very caffeinated because the joint mobility enhances it. And uh, again, it's, it, this is something that it's a synovial, synovial fluid replacement. Well, not replacement, but it's it helps to fucking generate more of it. Uh, after you work out, get you uh, the post-workout stack. I personally like the Magical Charms. You guessed it. It tastes like Lucky Charms milk or root beer float. Um, sometimes I'll mix in. You really want to you really want to go above beyond on your joint stack. Get the fucking collagen, uh, French vanilla. Mix that in with the root beer float Formula One. As over Formula One, uh, rapid assimilation, um, high quality protein mixed with ignition, which is a glycogen supercompensation formula, it gives you a fucking blast of carbs that are one molecule smaller than table sugar. Uh, adds a little sweetness to your 
Formula One also has a like a full spectrum uh, multivitamin profile to uh, give you a little extra rejuvenation after all the hard work you just put in getting after it on the mat or in the gym or after a fucking hard run, whatever it is you like to do. CrossFit, you like to win working out like fuck. Uh, can't forget, you got to focus on gut health. You guys already know. Mad serotonin. They don't even know about chemical imbalance theory anymore. Mad shit is actually made in your gut. And if you have poor gut health, which I'd assume most of you do, get you the Opti Stack. Uh, really, it's it's the greens are going to help you with the gut health. But all of the fucking antioxidants in the reds, that shit is a banger. Not going to lie. Um, Opti Greens is a... Um, Greens product, organic, cold temperature processed, so it's as minimally denatured as possible. Uh, has like fucking a billion colony forming units of bacteria in it. Uh, help really tighten shit up in your gut, dude. I will tell you for sure. You take that shit for a week straight, you're gonna feel different, more different. Um, I'm I'm working on rejuvenating team never tap so if you want to get in there uh gonna be doing some giveaways gonna be uh posting up some workouts um for everyone to get after it with and um you know overall it's it's a place where we're trying to create a little community of like-minded people who are all pushing through understanding that life is hard and doing whatever the fuck it takes to get the fuck after it man woman don't matter. Get in there. Anywhere in between. Shout out to my non-binaries too. None of us are binary. We're all special little snowflakes. With that, Bonk Out.